What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to another episode of It Is What It Is, 8bit.net's news and current affairs podcast. Each and every week, we bring you all out and all the news you need to know about. I am your host, Jack Cruz, and joining me this week, 8-Bit's resident geriatric. <laughs> He's grumpy, but you love him. It's Benny McJanet. How are you, Benny? Oh, mate, you went with geriatric instead of GC Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one way or the other. I forgot about GC Fabio. I did actually forget about that. <laughs> um, how are you? Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back for me as well. Yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the best worst episode ever, part two, Electric Boogaloo. Part two. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, no, it's good to be back, man. It's good to see your face again after chatting, with, catching up with you a couple of weeks ago when you're up here on the Goldie. Mm. Actually, we had a great Absolutely. time, and it's Absolutely. good to hear your voice gracing everyone's podcast platform of choice again. I'm sure with you being away for what is it now? Three weeks. Yeah, three weeks, Miss Three. So big thanks to Jono and Tom for covering for me um, mm-hmm. and Salim and Paul as well for guesting with them um, the last couple of weeks. Obviously, apologies to our audience for not getting an episode up last week. Had some scheduling. Tom had some scheduling difficulties and yep. was not able to um, to get a guest together for the uh, week. But um, nevertheless, we are back. I am back. Mm-hmm. Benny is back. and That's it. We had to talk some news. How, how have you been, Benny? What's happening? Um... Yeah, generally pretty good, pretty good. But uh, living up to my geriatric title within 8-bit, I've got a crook back at the moment, a bulging disc (laughs) in the lower part of my spine, like right down near the tailbone. So any bending is literally out of the question for me at the moment. Uh, But in in saying that, there's there's always a silver lining. I'm getting some good squat exercises in when I'm trying to get down and pick stuff up. So my, my thighs are getting nice and thick with two Cs. (laughs) You're going to get thick. Oh, very good. Very good. I look forward to seeing that booty (laughs) next time. Next time at PAX or something, mate. Uh, Backs are the worst. I've had back problems over the journey and... It's just, it's just the absolute because it just ruins everything. You can't do anything. That's when it. You you, you're literally stuck. You can't get up and move around easily. Mm. God, even going to the toilet is difficult. You know, yep. and I'm at the point because it's such like, like I said, it's right down in my tailbone. Mm. Putting on pants is difficult. Mm. And like, I for two, three days, I couldn't tie my shoelaces. I could not even put my shoes on my feet. It was that much pain so mm. I, it's just a shy, sign of how old i'm getting i'm like okay i've got to just start looking after myself a bit exercising better all these sorts of things That's um rough. so yeah i'm um, seeing people and all that sort of stuff to get myself fixed up taking it easy until such time as i am able to do things normally again uh but yeah <laughs> the plan is get back into health and fitness and start looking after myself again yeah, I have that plan every at the start of every week. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> By the end of the week, it sort of goes out the window. Yeah, there's always but something that happens each week. So, oh, I can't do it this yeah, week. I've got this on. <laughs> yep. Yeah, spot on. But I'm going, I'm going to... Uh, our audience, you shouldn't get used to me being back mm. just yet because I go away in a couple of weeks to Hawaii for for a couple of weeks. So mm. I'll be uh, off again. I think Jono's going to look after the show for me for a couple of weeks while I'm gone, So, um, which would be good. But yeah, I'm sort of trying to get my my bikini bod back yeah um, that's it, it. Be, you got to make sure all those guys on the beach are looking at you nicely that's it you know it <laughs> you know it all right benny now this case is every week it has been a massive week in news mm-hmm. so what do you say we did in some rapid fire news rapid fire uh, rapid fire first story now just before because you're going to put the oh sure you've got the uh, sound bite there 
I do. With John St. John or your John St. John impersonation. Yeah, Every week correct. when I listen to the rapid fire soundbite, I sit there going, nah, I kind of want it to be like a Steel Panther scream and then someone going, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I just hear that every week. I'm like, yeah, I want rapid fire sort of thing. If you um, want to, uh, <laughs> if you want to, um, if you want to put that together, if you want to put something together for me, I'm open. I, you uh, could mix I'm it up each for... week. You have like seven I'm different still... rapid fire themes. Which ones are going to be this week? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm still waiting for Sammy to come back to me with a decent, uh, a decent uh, Short jingle. And sweet. For That's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Uh, sorry about that, Sammy. Um, he gets cranky when I when I um, give it to him about the uh, about the jingles. Now yeah, it's all good. First story: mm-hmm. uh, the NRA or the National Rifle Association is in quote deep financial trouble and may soon be out of business. You know what I say to this, Benny? I say, to quote uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. from mm. um, the fantastic movie Jerry Maguire, yeah. I say, well, boo fucking who? <laughs> For a second there, I thought you were going to go show me the money, but I was, no. I was sitting here going, oh, too bad, so sad. I couldn't really think yeah. of it happening to a, yeah. a nicer group of people. Um, yeah, boo fucking who? Yeah, it's it's one of those things, they, and they've, got lo- they've had lots of money in the past, let's face it. Mm. Um, mm. But I think it's just the sign of the times and how much mm. is changing. Um, and I think how much America probably is looking at changing itself. Mm. Um, and I've always been very pro-gun control type of thing, but I'm not... When I say gun control... As most sane people are. Mo- most sane people are. But when I say gun control, I don't mean take away the guns, which is how Americans automatically interpret it as soon as they hear mm. gun control. Mm. It's gun control. It's the same as in Australia. Like, we did the whole b- rifle buyback and all that sort of thing, and there's no mm. automatic weapons. Mm. But you can still be licensed to hold, hold firearms and store firearms. Mm. There's obviously strict licensing laws and mm. strict mm. regulations upon purchasing them and all that sort of stuff. But this mm-hmm. means people can still do their hobbies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's the same as what America needs to adopt. They need to adopt the process of, well, clearly we, there's an issue with the sales of these things. There's plenty of people that are very mentally disturbed buying these things and yeah. I'm not going to go into the ones which th- that did purchase them legally and you know all that sort of stuff the guy with the Las Vegas shooting I think was one of them uh, he was the guy that purchased however many rifles it was legally and all that sort of stuff Too but there's others that say. are purchasing them legally that realistically shouldn't have been able to get them legally uh, yep. because the laws aren't strong enough um, yep. so it's it's about cracking down on the laws and preventing the sale of these things to people that realistically aren't mentally stable to yeah. own a firearm. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, I think most people, I mean, especially in our country agree with that sort of sentiment. Yeah. Um, this is, well, I think a lot of people in America, I mean, when I traveled to America, I met a few people and they were pro guns, let's say, mm. but I, after I explained it, I said, well, let's say, what if we just say, you know, we looking at controlling the sale of firearms to, the mentally handicapped, um, handicapped probably not the right word, but disturbed, you know, maybe? disturbed is definitely a good yeah. good indicator. But um, <laughs> people that aren't uh, have a history of mental illness or things fit. like this, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, would you be pro restricting the sale of firearms to those people? And ninety nine percent of them will say yes because mm. they know that person having a gun is either a going to kill themselves or b kill a whole bunch of other people before killing themselves. Hmm. Hmm. So I guess um, 
just sort of touching on the NRA itself, mm. um, obviously feeling some financial pressures because of the, you know a lot of their backers and funders have pulled out, yep. um, and and not supporting them anymore, and they've lost a lot of funding, which which I mean I, I, I see is a good thing. It's it's a lot to do with the you know the protests as we've spoken about mm. on this show before, and the campaigners and that kind of thing. So um, this is a, this is as far as I'm concerned, this is a good news story. They're yep. one of the most evil corporations in the world, so mm-hmm. or associations. They're not really a corporation. Yeah. Um, so uh, I look forward to hopefully seeing the end of the NRA. I, th- I think if NRA wanted to rectify what they're doing and change what they stand for, hmm. uh, instead of going after kids or politicians, instead of being this political entity that they are, hmm. becoming something about a positive way of uh, moving forward with gun control and things like that, if they move that hmm. sort of route... And responsible, yeah. And, they, you know, I mean, they just won't like. They just. Oh, we know just, they won't. But goes, if they did, goes, that yeah. was that'd be their saving grace. And I think the public yeah. would, you know, start re- rallying behind them financially. I'm, I'm being devil's advocate here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just. I mean, that's a, that's a. It's a pipe reality. dream. Let's, that's let's, not happening. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's call it <laughs> yeah. spade a spade. It's a pipe dream. But that's what they yeah. need to do if they want to recover financially. Uh, yeah. Amazon cancelled their NRA TV show that they had on Amazon Prime or something or other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that's the biggest company in the world at the moment is Amazon. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. So they've got, to, they've got to start looking at why they're losing money and rectify yeah. the court ship if they want to make money again. Ah, I, just let them go on the yeah. ship that they're on. Oh, no. I'm happy for them like to I said, devil's continue on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All righty. Our next story, Frankston. Man, this is a, a local story for me. Frankston man, mm. Ryan Wells, has been arrested and charged intentionally and recklessly causing injury, assault, and affray after a one-punch coward attack last week. Wells was granted bail and has subsequently sparked the debate over Melbourne's bail laws. Now, there's a lot of... There's often a lot of debate around um, the bail laws, especially in Melbourne. We, we have a lot of... Um, while we are the most livable city in, in the world, something like eight years running... Um, we do have a lot of we do have a lot of violent crime. Um, we have a lot of gang related crime. We have uh, just a, there's a lot of this stuff. It happens quite a lot, and our mm. and our bail laws are quite um, lax, I think. And people seem to get there's been there's been a lot of high profile incidents over the last I don't know decade I can think of where people have been released on bail and then reoffended and and done something really heinous i think i, I the, think um, in the last the guy who, five years so the, it's been really pre- prevalent especially with social media it's it's yeah. noticeable from someone that's lived in queensland for a long time yeah i hear about so, victorian laws quite a lot about this sort of thing yeah of course um so i think it was um uh, sarah kafferke uh, mm-hmm. Even Jill Ma, the two young ladies who were killed, um, you know, back in 2014, I think, here in yeah. Melbourne or 20, um, they were both killed by people who had been released on bail. Um, so there's, a, it's a big problem for our state is the bail laws. Mm. However, someone, uh, I think Neil Mitchell made a good point about this: is that you, you sort of everyone is, um, everyone is, like, deserves a fair trial. Yeah. Um, which I can, which I sort of agree with that sort of, you know, mm-hmm. innocent until proven guilty kind of thing. But it's almost one of those things, especially with these types of incidents where do you, as a magistrate, do you like send a message to sort of, you know? Yeah. I, I think, I think this is more a government needs to change the way that the bail conditions are set and the mm. laws that the magistrates need to 
use to administer their punishments appropriately, bail being mm. one of the conditions. Um, I, coming from Queensland, especially the Gold Coast, where we have a lot of bikey-related crime, um, mm. I feel a lot for what's going on in Victoria with similar incidents, especially with the drunken violence and things like that, one-punch violence as well. We've had that in the past here in Queensland too. Mm-hmm. Um, even the most rec- uh, recent case, uh, there was one where the young man, uh, 19-year-old uh, guy, he one-punched a, uh, another 19-year-old, uh, you know, bleeding from the ears, all this sort of stuff. Um, and he was laughing as he left the uh, courthouse. Mm. He got he got uh, good behaviour, basically. Mm. Um, and, well, thankfully, a month later, after the Foreign Affairs Department got in touch with, you know, were it contacted and made aware of this, Hmm. case uh the gentleman that you know committed the crime he was a kiwi uh hmm. he was deported and rightfully hmm. so um and there's been a couple of cases of that with the one punch uh crimes here in queensland when i read the story for the one in frankston that you you, you sent to me hmm. the thing that stuck out to me the most and i was reading it's like okay yeah that makes sense and there was the uh, talkback radio host that was saying, you know, he's entitled to a fair trial. And, you know, I I think yes, he shouldn't be out on bail, but at the same time, he's mm. entitled to a fair trial. The magistrates doing this, blah blah blah. Mm. But then I read right at the end of it that he was a 32 year old man. Mm. Now I'm 35. You're in your late 20, 20s. 28. Yeah. 28. Both of us have enough common sense and you know wherewithal nowadays mm. in our in your late 20s. Me in my mid 30s. That, you know, if we're going to hit someone, like give them a king hit, one a coward punch, whatever you want to call it, we know we're going to get in trouble for it. We know better. Whether alcohol's involved or not, we're smart enough, we've been down these roads, we've been out drinking, we've been out partying, we've done things before oh, in the past, yeah. in our young you 20s, early 20s. We, yeah, you, you just, just don't, don't do it. it. This guy's yep. 32. He knows fucking better, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah. Um, so... For the magistrate saying, you know, he's got a job and all this sort of stuff and everything, that's fine. He's also 32. He's not a 21-year-old shit kicker. Mm. He's a 32-year-old yep. man who knows... He knew what he was doing when he did it, yep. as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Whether alcohol's involved or not. He yep. knew what he was doing when he was did it. It was completely and utterly unprovoked. Um, you can watch the CCTV mm. footage and see for yourself. Mm. Mm. So... I think uh, that's I mean, just completely... I would have the same opinion like about blocking it, whether he was 21 or... 20 or 19 or you know these kinds of attacks oh yeah you know you oh, don't, they're, I don't they're think... disgusting no matter what it's yeah. my point is though to release him on bail saying all these sorts of things i said well no he's a 32 year old man he clearly has no remorse or anything like that he's he's, he's he shouldn't be released on bail yeah it's not a 21 year old kid that doesn't know any better or you mm. know is and that's not an excuse but you know goes out drinking does some stupid shit because mm. we've all been 21 and done stupid shit whether or not we mm. actually, you know, punching people out and committing crimes, different story. Mm. Personally, not me. But, <laughs> you know, it's a 32-year-old man knows better. And mm. I think, yeah, no, bail should not have been an option for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next story. Supermarket chain Coles has backflipped <laughs> on its bag ban, offering customers free reasonable bags indefinitely. And now I think they've backflipped again. This story has developed over the last 24 hours and the bag, they will no longer offer free bags from the 29th of August now. So, um, mm. I, I just, 
I was really pissed off when this when this story came up. When I saw, I, I tweeted, I said, weak as piss and twice as yellow. It was really disappointing that I feel like, you know, Coles and Woolies have, have taken this step to, um, you know, remove these single-use bags from their stores and, and, and you know, uh, to, I guess, help the environment, which is a, you know, very noble thing to do. Very, like, great, awesome. And then be, because of pushback, mm. uh, well, perceived perceive that it was because of pushback they changed their policy to give away the reusable bags for free so that customers could get used to having to bring their own bags which isn't going to change habits buying uh, you know habits of customers if they're just going to be able to come in and get that that was the thing that pissed me off it was just like well you know you're not no it's not going to encourage them to bring their own bags it's going to continue the same behaviors it's not going to change their behaviors because they're just going to take these bags and same thing they're going to end up in the bin they're going to end up used as bin liners these aren't going to be it's just it's not going to change anything as Mm. this story has developed it seems the information has changed in that it wasn't because they wanted to give customers more time to adjust Mm-hmm. Seems as though that they were because of this little. They were expecting higher than usual um, trade, yeah. T- trade because of this the little mini. Have you seen the little mini little fucking yeah. things that they're giving away? Yeah, I they're saw that. I've seen the, people are posting them on Twitter, and I'm like, this is cool. Are they? I don't know what. I didn't know that you got them from Coles. I had no idea where you got them from. But I saw it. I was like, oh, cool. I want all of these so I can have them, or I can pretend to be a giant. Yeah. Well, they're like. Uh, I forget what they what they're called, but they're basically the little mini items. They're mm. they're the the little like, shopper or something they call little them, shopper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've probably seen them on social media. They're like basically miniature items that like a little bottle of water, a little packet of nappies, a little packet of little bottle of coffee or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reason that they wanted because they didn't want to be holding up the the checkouts with mm. people having to buy the bags and that taking much time. They wanted to be able to get the people through. So. Uh, as it stands now, I think they will be reinstating the you have to p- bring your own bags or purchase them there. Yeah, from the 29th of August. Yeah. So, um, I I mean I don't think that it's almost worse. Like the the fact that they've that the reason that they changed back it wasn't about like it wasn't about like looking after the consumer, which is what nah. they sort of played it as, as their first, you know, like their first thing is like, oh no, you know, we're looking after the consumers, people, our, our shoppers weren't happy because, you know, they weren't used to it. And all of a sudden there's no bags. It's like pe- people had, first of all, people had plenty of fucking warning. Okay? That's it. So they've, that's, they've had that's warning bullshit. for a year. Yeah, exactly. Let's face it. And, but now that's come out that that's actually because they wanted to be able to, to get the trade through. They were, they were, they didn't want to slow down sales and be able to get people through the turnstiles. It's almost even like a... That's even like a worse reason Yeah. to reinstate it's, it. It's literally money-grabbing, which is mm. sad. Um, mm. it, it's... It, actually, how do, you feel, I, I'm, how do you feel about the plastic bag ban first? I mean, I assume you're pro it. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I think it's right. I mean, it's fine. It's just, just bring your own fucking mm. bags. Yeah, Come it's on. not hard. I mean, like, shit, we can all not. do it. Um, I forget. I, I walk into Woolies all the time. I'm like, "Fuck, I forgot my bag." You know what I do? I walk back to my car, I get my bag. Yeah, sweet, done. That's it. Like, I, it's it's just it's a, a minor inconvenience for the sake of mm-hmm. saving the environment. Sure, I'll do it. Well, here's the, here's the silly thing. Like, and I I've travelled a little bit, and when I was 18, so we're talking 2001 here. I mm. lived over in Finland for 12 months, and they didn't do plastic bags. You and they said, mm. "Oh, you know, you can buy a plastic bag," and I think it was like three cents compared to it. Yeah. Three Australian cents, five Australian cents, whatever it was over yeah, at yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, 
And I was like, oh, yeah, cool, no worries. And, you know, me mm. being a teenager, I had a backpack and all that sort of stuff anyway, so I just mm. chucked stuff in my backpack and off I went. Yeah. Uh, but I thought, that's a really cool idea. And they had really great recycling laws and, like, the mm. can return thing. So they do a thing where um, basically, say you buy a six-pack of beer. That six-pack mm. of beer will have an extra... Uh, it was marks at the time, so it'd be euros now. But it, mm. l- let's say it was an extra $2 euro cost on it mm-hmm. for the recycling cost. So, but you got that two dot that two euros back when you dropped it in the recycling uh, return mm. shoot, and they yeah, had those yeah. return shoots at in. all the so- like every supermarket had one. Yeah, right. Well, I think um, they're bringing that in um, now. I think it's in. It's actually. It's I believe South Australia and New South Wales have got. Yeah. Now. So the the price. Uh, I work for a beverage bottler, and the prices of drinks in those states has has had to go up because mm. of the thing called CDS, which is container deposit surcharge or something like yeah, that yeah we're getting um, it here in queensland too they're starting yeah, talking about opening yeah. up the centers so the, the prices of drinks will go up mm. but yeah there'll be the, obviously the, the option for people to be able to get that money back but yeah there's that there's then there's the impetus on the lazy consumer to take the bottle to the recycling plan and recycle it properly and, which, and, that's, and that's the thing yeah. like it's, it's whether or not people actually take it to the recycling thing to drop mm. it off and all that mm. sort of stuff mm. um like i said that, over, over in europe they had it so that you could you know, just drop it in the chute at the local yeah, supermarket. They're everywhere. They're yeah, everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's common. They're not quite as efficient not as the yet. fish, I don't no, think. No, not yet. Um, and th- <laughs> no. this is, like I said, this is 18 years ago, 2001, yeah. when I saw this stuff. Um, so I came yeah. back thinking that, you know, we should be looking at doing this down the first. I'm surprised yeah. it's taken so long. Yeah. I believe a lot of places in America only use paper bags, which yeah. is like, even like that, like even that, if, if people are going to whinge here At about, least paper bags are a bit more recyclable. Give them paper bags. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, um, so, but... Uh, Shame on you, Coles. Pull yeah. your finger out. Well, that um, that's it. And, that, and that's, that's leading me to my point is that, you know, Woolies, you know, they copped a bit of backlash for a month. Everyone's just, just used to it now with Woolies. Mm. And they just get on with the job. Yeah, uh, there's a few <laughs> people. There was a guy on the project. I can't remember his name. He was the older gentleman. He was whinging about it and he didn't like it. And I said, like, oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> get with the times. It's going to change. Pricey. That's the one. Old pricey. To be honest, I it think sucks. everyone that's on the project's a wanker, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, you know, they it's it's the times. We're going to get have to get used to it. We've got full plastic mm. bag ban up here in Queensland now. Same as Canberra's had it for seven years. Mm. South Australia's mm. had it for yonks as well. Um, mm. The rest of the country's just going to have to slowly get used to it. Get amongst it, Australia. Yeah. That's it. Australia says no to plastic bags. Find something else to put in your fucking bins, all right? Get I the just, bloody... I, I bought I'll tell you who it would have been. You know what? I, I bought a thing of... A roll of garbage bags yeah, for the bin. I've got... It, co- it I, cost we, me three bucks. Yeah, that's what we get. You know, I'll tell you who would have been laughing. a cup of coffee. I'll tell you who's laughing when, when Coles and Woolies decided they weren't going to do this anymore. It was the, the manufacturers of bin bags. Yeah. That are fucking... I'll tell you what, when that news... I would have loved to have shares in the bin bag companies. Cause they oh, were glad or whatever. Fucking north. Yeah. Um, that's actually one of the funny things. When it first came in, there was a... I think it was QUT here in Queensland. Mm. One of the universities mm. in Queen, Brisbane, anyway. They mm. did a dollar-type figure of like what the costs... Uh, cutting measures would be so I think they worked out it was like going to be 3 million saved by not giving away single use plastic bags anymore and they were mm. going to make another 1.5 million on top of for selling the reusable yeah. bags yeah it's not like, a bad business decision it's a pretty smart business decision plus it gives them some good PR and all this sort of stuff mm. you know granted they're doing it for money reasons and good PR which is again money reasons but at the end mm. of the day it, it does do you know help with the environment as long as we keep reusing those bags properly. Um, Absolutely. And even today, I saw a Twitter post of, uh, is single-use bags really the problem or is people just lazy and there's just a reusable bag just 
on the on the grass sitting there, no yeah. one around it to pick it up. Yeah, it's funny. I was at um, I was at Cole. Oh no, was it? It was what? It doesn't matter. I was. I think it was Woolies. It was definitely Woolies. I was at yeah. a Woolies like the week that the bags went out, and I was going through the self serve checkout and had my arms full of fucking shit because I didn't mm. want to buy a bag. And um, as I'm walking out, this there was an older gentleman walking out. And he's like, he points down. He's like, oh, it's a you got a nice fucking bin liner there to the girl at the self serve checkout. And I looked mm. down to the little bin, and there was one of this. A uh, single-use plastic bags, bags is a bin, bin liner in there, <laughs> and she laughed, and I laughed, and oh, it, was, it was a good moment. It was a good moment. All right, our next story comes from your home state, Benny. <gasps> Over a hundred koalas have been killed in a Queensland government move to relocate the marsupial mammals mm. to build a new shopping centre. Benny, Benny, Benny. Yeah. This is, um, it's pretty You've got bad. good bail laws, but you can't save the wildlife. We don't really have good bail laws either. The bikies are no. always getting out. Well, there's two, <laughs> two, two crosses against Queensland. Talk yeah. to me about this one. Uh, well, this is actually, it's very local to me. This is actually on the Gold Coast. It's, uh, if you know the Gold Coast at all, uh, it's near Dreamworld, which is Upper Coomera area. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're mm-hmm. building a, what's going to be the city's biggest shopping center, uh, right next to the train station there. Yeah, right. Um... But in order to do so, there's a bunch of bushland they've had to, you know, clear out and everything like that to make way for the land to do it. Um, the the area, you know, it has got suburban growth. Um, it is something that is necessary for the area for suburban growth. Mm-hmm. General, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. Um, the sad thing about this really is that the Queensland government's been keeping these results of the koala relocation program under mm. wraps for several years. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think it was 2006 was in that article uh, when we discussed it yesterday or whenever it was um, mm-hmm. that, you know, they did the relo- uh No, the report came out in 2006 and then, you know, that it's only now that the public's being made aware of how many koalas actually died as mm-hmm. a result of this. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. I mean, koala is our state animal as well. All right. Did not know that. So that's, that's the Queensland state animal as well. So... It's Do you know what the Victorian state animal is? Wombat. Just for, uh, no, it's not. I don't know. I'm, I'm just taking a stab in the dark. We don't have wombats in Queensland, so I'm assuming um, you've got lots of wombats in Victoria? It's got to be wombats. Googling it. I want it to be the kangaroo, because kangaroos are fucking badass. <laughs> um, I was Googling this. Wait, continue. But, yeah, so the koalas were located between 2008 and 2014, so it's hard to say what the hell went wrong. Um, the current government's been slow to discuss what's happened for this um and how you know it's taken so long for it to be reported that this has happened um but in saying that like you can't point the finger at one side of government or the other because in 2008 that was the labor government then we under anna bly and then in 2012 i think is when campbell newman came in 2012 2013 around then Mm -hmm. so it, the Liberal Party is just as equally at blame here because it still carried on under their leadership, even though they were in for only one term. Um, so yeah, there's definitely like they're saying thirty five percent, no fifty percent at the Coomera site from where they were yeah. taken have uh, passed away. That's disgusting. Terrible. Absolutely, it's absolutely disgusting. You know, and this is a national animal. Like I said, it's our state animal. Hmm. Um. Clearly, I don't know what the hell too. went wrong. And this story, Koala. unfortunately, doesn't tell us what went wrong. It's just saying, stating the numbers. 
Hmm. Um, but it's it's disgusting. It, it really is. is. It's not good. But on if if anything positive came from this, Benny, mm. it's that I can now go through what each state's animal is. <laughs> All right, we've laid on us. New South Wales has the platypus. Hey, that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. They're right. platypuses are cool. Hey, they've got cool poisonous animal. barbs, man. They're pretty badass. They do, and they have a duck bill also. Yeah. Um, their bird is a kookaburra. I'm kind of bummed out about that because the kookaburra is dope. Mm-hmm. Um, Queensland is the koala, as you've mentioned. Yep. Their bird is the brolga. Oh, I don't even know what a brolga is. I would have given it to the cassowary. Cassowary is a fucking badass bird. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, South Australia has the hairy-nosed wombat. Ah, South Australia's and, wombat. And they don't have a bird. Oh. Which is odd. Which is odd. Tasmania also doesn't have a bird, and obviously their animal is the Tasmanian... I was going to say their animal is the the mating cousins, but no, this is the Tasmanian (laughs) devil. G'day to all our listeners out of Tasmania. (laughs) Western Australia has the numbat, which is a dope-looking thing. I like the numbat. That's pretty cool. Numbats are cool. At least it's not a Num- quokka. <laughs> no, no. Do you know what I like about knowing, like, do you know what this is reminding me of? Mm. Yowies. Remember Yowies? Yowies were cool. I like They were yowies. great chocolates. They were better yowies than a Kinder Surprise. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, they were. And you got all the cool little animals and the little yeah. thing and you clicked them together and it told them what kind of, like, animal. They were great. Yeah. Fucking great. Uh, they, they have the black swan. That's pretty dope. Yep. Um, black swan's a sexy animal. And Victoria has the lead beater's possum is our... The lead beater's possum. It's kind of kind of bummed possum. out about that. Oh. Yeah, it's a possum. Where's That's... a kangaroo? Fucking. Uh, uh, and we've got a kangaroo. <laughs> probably ACT's got kangaroo. Helmeted honey eater is ours. And the territories. No, no. So yeah, so a helmeted honey eater is our bird. Mm. Uh, and the territories. Here we go. The ACT doesn't have an animal. Oh. And their their bird is the gang gang cockatoo. Right. Northern Territory. Oh, Echidna. Well, I'm gonna. Nah, there's. Oh. They've got the red kangaroo as their animal, and the wedge-tailed eagle as their bird. How did the Northern Territory get all the badass animals? Damn, lucky them. Fuckers. It's dope. And the Norfolk Islands have the Norfolk Island green parrot. There you go. Because they're I also thought a territory. the Bruce would have been Canberra, just because there's yeah. a shit ton of them there. Canberra doesn't even have an animal. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Well, it's not really. Know, wonder... a, it's not really. I mean, it's a territory, obviously, but it's mm-hmm. literally just one city. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think Ainsley as well. Um, it's not really a city, it's more of a suburb. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, I'd like to know, and we've sort of gone off at a tangent here, but we you know what? Bit. YOLO. <laughs> um, I, like, I wonder how, who came up with this, and I want to know who picked the Brolga as the bird oh, for... God, who knows? Why the cas- I want to know what the judging panel with this is, and I want to know how they got to Brolga over the cassowary. Cassowary fuck you up. They got the horn on their head. They're like Cassowary's a dinosaur bird. Are awesome. Yeah, yeah. Even emu didn't yeah. you know, didn't even get a look. Yeah, it was the emu. Like we we That's lost bullshit. the emu wars, man. Like they should seriously be up there for WA at least. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed that you knew that the koala was your animal though. Growing up in Queensland, I just learned that one. That's one mm-hmm. fact mm-hmm. I learned. Mm-hmm. Um, and koalas yeah. are pretty cool animals. I mean what's not to love about them? Oh, they're sexy. You know, they shit as well. Full of syphilis. They so yeah. they're bonking all the time. They're always stoned yeah. out their brains, and yeah. they're cute and cuddly. And Fuck you know, yeah. they're our greatest prank that we play on international visitors when we talk about drop bears. Don't spoil it, international <laughs> listeners. That's all right. They they still don't know about the acid spitting frill neck lizards. So you know, 
No, of course. Mm. Don't forget about that. And the boxing kangaroos. Yeah. All right, Benny, let's move on to our main topic. As the fallout from the firing of Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn continues, the cast have now penned and signed an open letter in support of Gunn. Now, bear with me. I will read the letter verbatim. It does go on a little bit, but bear with us. Mm. It goes, To our fans and friends, we fully support James Gunn. We were all shocked by his abrupt firing last week and have intentionally waited these 10 days to respond in order to think, pray, listen, and discuss. In that time, we've been encouraged by the outpouring support from fans and members of the media who wish to see James reinstated as director of Volume 3, as well as discouraged by those so easily duped into believing the many outlandish conspiracy theories surrounding him. Being in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies has been a great honour in each of our lives. We cannot let this moment pass without expressing our love, support and gratitude for James. We are not here to defend his jokes of many years ago, but rather to share our experience having spent many years together on the set making Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. The character he has shown in the wake of his firing is consistent with the man he was every day on set and his apology now and from years ago when first addressing these remarks we believe is from the heart. A heart we all know, trust and love. In casting each of us to help him tell the story of misfits who find redemption, he changed our lives forever. We believe the theme of redemption has never been more relevant than now. Each of us looks forward to working with our friend James again in the future. His story isn't over, not by a long shot. There is little due process in the court of public opinion. James is likely not the last good person to be put on trial. Given the growing political divide in this country, it's safe to say instances like this will continue. Although we hope... Americans from across the political spectrum can ease up on the character assassinations and stop weaponizing mob mentality. It is our hope that what has transpired can serve as an example for all of us to realize the enormous responsibility we have to ourselves and to each other regarding the use of our written words when we etch them in the digital stone. That we as a society may learn from this experience and in the future we'll think twice before we decide what we want to express. And in so learning perhaps can harness this capability to help and heal instead of hurting each other. Thank you for taking this time to read our words. You are welcome. And it is signed by the Guardians of the Galaxy. Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Batista, Karen Gillan, Bradley Cooper, Sean Gunn, Vin Diesel, Pom Clementif, and Michael Rooker. Um, you got spite of pronouncing Michael then, didn't you, after reading Clement- Yeah, I did. Clement- I, thought Clement- I, nailed- <laughs> I think I nailed Clementith, and then I'm like, Michael Rooker. Um, <laughs> in spite of Disney, in spite of this, Disney is not inclined to reinstate Gunn. So, Benny, where do you come down on this? Uh, specifically, the statement made by the cast. I find it very interesting myself. I think it's a great statement. Um mm. I think it's a, I think it's a brilliant statement, and, it, and it's where they're turning around and saying, "Look, we support him." Whether you know, I, I think it'd probably be cool to see him return as director for Volume Three. He was already pretty much written the script and everything for it anyway, mm. so he's going to get credited as the writer of it. Yeah. Um, even if they were to rewrite some of the script, he's still going to get majority of the uh, screenwriting credit. Yep. Probably. So he's going to get credit for the film regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just looking at the statement itself, it's basically these guys. It's a group of people that are saying, "This is our friend. We mm. support him um, through all the trials and tribulations he's going through at the moment. We we love him. We understand what he did was wrong ten years ago. Uh, he's apologised for that. We accept his apology, and we're happy to move on with our lives and things like mm. that." And I think that, mm-hmm. 
that's that echoes a lot of the statements from across the internet. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I sort of, I find it, re- I find it really fascinating. I, I find this story. Mm-hmm. I was sort of, I was actually quite disappointed. This went, this all went down when we were, when I was on the Gold Coast, when yep. we were up there for our dear friend Brendan's birthday, and um, I was sort of, I was actually disappointed that this had all gone down when um, I was not going to be able to record the show. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, this is like actually quite. Uh, interesting. Like, I would have loved to have been able to comment on this at the time, and I'm glad that this has kind of happened. It, it, it's still been overflowing over the last week or so, too. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. So, I'm gl- that's what I'm saying. I'm glad that it has... Mm. Con- the story has sort of continued to bubble along so that I could give my take on it. So, I, I and the way I took this statement is I took it in two, two separate chunks. Yeah. The first chunk is their, I guess, backing up their mate. Yeah. Like, their support for James. We think he's a good bloke. He has a great heart. He's been always great to us. We're mm. not defending his comments, but we know that he's a good person and he's changed and et cetera and so on. Yeah. Um, you know, we'd love for him to be reinstated. We love him, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that, that is all fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with people going into bat for their friends. That's, that's, that's no drama for me. Like, go, absolutely, go, go. The next part I sort of the, the second it. half there yeah yeah the second half of it was more of a commentary on I guess um the political discourse and um they use the word uh, political divide they mm-hmm. use the, uh, the those those words in, especially in, in America yeah Absolutely. Um, it's something that we've spoken about many times in this podcast, something I've been very vocal about and the fact that we have forgotten and why I love this show so much in that it's a great um, platform for people to come on and speak their opinions. That's why I love having DJ on because while we agree on absolutely nothing, mm. it's great to be able to have a two-way conversation without getting hostile. And, that, which, and that's how you learn, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, it, and and that's um, a big part of, as I've spoken about on the show before, is how we, as a society, we've forgotten to speak to each other. Mm. And so, and and have that, that discourse. And it's become such a volatile landscape um, of sniping and yep. ass- character assassinations and mm-hmm. this kind of thing and on both sides. And, and oh, the yeah. left is, is almost as as worse as the right as far yeah. as character oh, assassinations. Both, both sides are horrible. And that's why I found this to be quite interesting because almost hypocritical in a way in that mm-hmm. and not the these specific people but they they came in this letter they're almost talking for a great it was almost like we're not talking for ourselves in this second the first chunk of it i really took as yeah we're we're talking from ourselves this is us talking about our friend our, yeah. the second the second half i found like i felt like more like they were talking for the vast majority mm-hmm. like they, or they felt that they were it's like we need to as a country do this and we need to do that and, da, 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 da. and i'm not yeah. saying any of these people have done that but i really feel like the left has been you know really because of the heightened tensions in the world where the left is always so quick to jump on the guy on the right if they say the wrong thing, if they make the joke, if they da 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 da, da yeah. and and really bury people. Um, and when this happened, um, I, but you know, everyone was like, "Oh, this is bullshit." You know, he said this, rah, rah, rah. and I was sort of like, "Like, you know what?" And I made the comment uh, a few weeks ago about the arena net yeah. people who who got fired for for sort of pretty innocuous thing they did on social media. But I was like, you know what? You make a comment, you've got to stand by it. And that was mm-hmm. sort of the, the opinion I have on this. And and I would have felt quite hypocritical if I had to come to James Gunn's um, defense mm-hmm. on this because I've been very vocal on this show yeah, about well, yeah, things yeah. that people have said, Trump, 
Roseanne, all of these people. And I, I just, I know that it's different. I know mm. there's a difference because of the time, but I'm still of the opinion that if you say something, especially in the public forum, especially on social media, mm-hmm. and that comes back to bite you down the track, well, you've either got to, I don't know, you, you've just got to cop it. Because yeah. and I, it's I think James, uh, to be fair, and he has James, copped it. He has fair, copped yeah. it. He said, "Yep, yeah. okay, no worries. I'm not yeah. going to fight it. I'm going to do it. I apologized back then. I apologize again. I did not mean it." Mm. Blah blah blah. Um, in saying that, and I agree with what you said. You know, you got to own what you say yep. when it comes to these things. And I'm definitely probably not someone that should speak too loudly about <laughs> shit I've said. <laughs> oh, on mate, I'm the same. I might when my Facebook um, memories um, and stuff pop up, I'm like, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm 35 now, and I do not have the same mentality as what I did when I was 21, 22. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, I 100%. don't think the same way i'm not the same arrogant pissed off little shit that i was you know 15 years ago hmm. um and i think you can say that about a lot of people yeah people everyone change grows everyone changes they yeah. they learn new things they develop new tastes um they experience more that life has to offer um granted he did these comments back when he was in his 30s not you know when he's a teenager um, yeah. <laughs> but same thing, you know, he's, he's owned it, he's apologised for it then, he's apologised for it now. Hmm. Um, and I think you're right. I think what you're saying about how it's easy for us to be hypocritical, left and the right, and hmm. uh, that's kind of what they go into at the end is, you know, a, a reason. what is a good person. I mean, James is now a good person. He yep. wasn't a good person. He is now. He's learnt from his mistakes. He's yep. grown as a human being. We all do this. Um, and he has come out and apologized for it. Mm-hmm. And he's now saying, and they're saying that the problem is we've got a good person who's being put on trial for stuff that happened 10 years ago mm. for comments on the internet. Mm-hmm. He didn't commit a crime mm. at the end of the day. No, and and yep. let's face it, this is the thing. This is the problem with social media and Twitter, especially Twitter. Yeah, the court um, of public opinion. The court of public opinion. It's a yep. social media trial. Um, there's, there's been a few recent cases, Roseanne being one, you mentioned that, and we'll probably talk about her a little bit more in a bit, because she has come up in regards to this story. Mm. Uh, the other one recently was Chris Hardwick. Yeah. Uh, with the Chloe Dykstra stuff. Now, yeah. I'm not going to defend him or her, but at the end of the day, um, what's happened is he's been put on social media trial. Mm-hmm. And this, I'm just calling a spade a spade. absolutely torn him apart. Torn yep. him to shreds, virtually ruining his career. Mm. Uh, AMC, the guys that do the Walking Dead and the Talking Dead and stuff that he hosts and everything like mm. that, they've come out saying they've conducted an inv- investigation and all this sort of stuff and found him have doing none ro- no wrongdoings or nothing mm. as heinous he's as what was described. He's been reinstated now, hasn't he? Yeah, and he's been reinstated yeah. as the host of Talking Dead. And like, there was people who... And I, I find this whole story with Chris Hardwick very fascinating for this very yeah. reason. It's very um, bizarre, isn't it? Because it's bizarre. And I, I like I said, I'm not taking any sides in it because I don't have the facts. But I just find the story very fascinating because the way the public reacted to it was fascinating to me, mm. um, and how people were very quick to say, "Oh, I hated him. Oh, he's a he's a terrible person," and all this sort of yeah. stuff. And I was like, "Well, hang on, he hasn't had his day in court yet, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was innocent yeah. to proven guilty. And we were saying the same thing earlier about the Ryan Wells guy. Obviously, there's yep. CCTV footage proving him very guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> you know, yeah, this is this is he a- said, she said bullshit. Yeah, yeah, and we're not we're not in the dark ages where we string people like, exactly know, we string people up straight away. Like this is, you know, there's there's got to be due process with these things. Like that's it. You know, and especially with this kind of stuff, like the Chris Hardwick stuff, and 
and like the Roseanne it, thing as well. And yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, like whereas, I mean, the Roseanne thing and the James, they're kind of different because like that yeah. is tangible. Like they did that thing. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I'm just, it's what I'm saying is like it's, yeah, the yeah, public just quickly jump on it no matter yeah, what yeah. left and right, people and, doesn't matter. They just and that's want the thing, controversy is and the ABC acted on Roseanne because of the outrage from the public. Mm-hmm. They acted and they sacked her. Some I would say rightfully so because of what she did. I, and I, Disney, I agree with that. And Disney did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Some would say rightfully so. Well, I'm, ABC I think is owned by Disney. Um, uh, maybe they own one of the national broadcasters in the US. I can't remember. I think it's ABC. That might be right. Um. Sorry if I've got that wrong. Um, that might be right. That might be right. I'm not 100% sure. But, but that might... Oh, no, in... I think it is. No, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think yeah. it is, yeah. But just in saying that, like, Roseanne's come out in regards to the James Gunn stuff, mm. and I've got her tweet here to quote it. <laughs> yeah, she ain't happy. I'm disgusted to read all of the support for James Gunn's pedophile jokes, as the same people supported blacklisting me for a joke they didn't even understand. Mm. Sweetheart, the difference is you did a racist joke a month ago, two months ago, mm. whenever it was. He mm-hmm. did these jokes ten years ago. Apologized for him ten years ago. Did his mm-hmm. time. He's 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 proven that he's a good person since. Yeah. And that's the difference. Whether or not yeah. Disney should have fired him or not is actually here he goes. Says Disney owned ABC in the same webpage I'm on already. Um. Yeah. So whether or not Disney should have fired James Gunn or not, um, you know, mm. I'm I'm going to leave that to the side. But he's owned up to it. He's admitted it. He's wrong. Whereas mm. you haven't owned up to it and admitted you were wrong. Mm. Mm. You just, and you yeah, literally just said, you know, same people supported blacklisting me for a joke they didn't even understand. Yeah, it was a racist joke. Yeah. At yeah. the end of the day, oh, it yeah, was still I'm a not... racist joke. Whether or not yeah. you meant it to be racist, yeah. it still came across as very racist. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, and like, I don't, I don't have any sympathy for Rose, and I think she's yeah. a piece of shit. All she but... had, and the thing is, all she had to do was keep her mouth shut, say, I apologize. I made a I joke in thing. bad bad taste. Yep. I thought it was funny. Turns out it was horribly insensitive and racial, mm. uh, insensitive to a certain race or whatever it was, and leave mm. it the fuck alone. Mm. But she didn't. Mm. She kept poking the fucking bear with a stick. Didn't yeah. she? <laughs> she that's has, why yeah. she's. That's... That, that's the difference. Yeah. James has gone. I'm I sorry. I apologize, yeah. and he's left. But two two Rose and I and I'm not like I'm, this is taking oh, Roseanne and, you know, she, she, out of this. She's right in statement. saying that you know support. For, you know, she's right for calling yeah, yeah. people hypocrites. Her point, though, I I, mm. I don't agree with Roseanne. I think she's a dickhead. But had that point been made independent of her, yeah. that's the hypocrisy that I'm talking oh, yeah. about. No, I was like, yeah, and I made that point there. when this happened. I said to to people that I was with, I said, I wonder if anyone mm. would be jumping up and down like they are talking about getting three hundred thousand signatures to get James Gunn reinstated mm-hmm. if he had been on the right. I don't. Uh, I he, don't he probably think there would have been. No, absolutely. They would have been like, good riddance, get him out. And, um, and you know why? And this is this might be a stereotype type thing, but I think there is more people, especially maybe in younger generations, with left the leanings that take action on these social media platforms and voice their opinions on the social media platforms mm-hmm. than what people on the right do. So they kind of get drowned out a little bit, I think, in that. And this is not yeah, coming a from a left of, or right I mean, point of view. This is just a pure observation sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. This um, is, um, yeah. That sort of brings me to my next point, and this is an interesting thing that's sort of popping up. Is that the right? I mean, that may be true, and there's a lot of reasons why that is. They also mm. the right also gets suppressed quite a lot on social media with yeah. algorithms and things like that. So that's that's part of it. But they're also now starting to get their own back. They, this yeah. this thing came out. You know, this guy 
went deep in, found this stuff, put it out there, James Gunn gets fired. They did the same thing. There's yeah, a writer well, for, for Rick and Morty, same thing happened mm-hmm. to him. Um, the, all within the space of a week. Sarah Silverman had yep. comments she made, pulled up and, and yep. put back out there. I, actually, um, the guy who, who hosts one of the... Um, he took over from Colbert, I think. Um, or one of those ones. Or mm-hmm. uh, well, well, that's so, the other thing we should bring up, because you just mentioned it. The guy that dug up these old tweets, hmm. he's the guy that's responsible for Pizzagate. The guy that said there's a pizza place that's distributing child porn or had a oh, pedophile sex one. dungeon. Yeah. It's the same really? guy. It's the same guy. Yeah. So this is a guy who literally is just out there to make trouble. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, granted, yes, he's right wing, but he is super fucking far right wing leaning. Yeah, yeah. This guy is yeah. off the fucking chart. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this oh, is I'm the, not. Def- I'm, I just find yeah. it, I find the whole thing interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it, uh, and I'm not, like again not defending. I'm just saying, this is a guy that realistically he's just out to destroy people's lives. He's mm. a person that's a hateful, spiteful human being, and really should not be given a voice. Hmm. Unfortunately, hmm. he's one of these people that does get a voice, and hmm. people are yeah. listening to him. Yeah. Um. And, and it comes back to that topic of free speech sometimes as well. And yep. I think it was YouTube recently got, or Google anyway, got into a bit of hot water with some free speech stuff, saying that you know it's you know posting my video about whatever on YouTube or whatever. I think at the end of the day, yes, you're entitled to your free speech, but also Google as a platform or YouTube as a platform is entitled to voice their free speech and their policies as well. Mm, mm, mm. It's the same It's the same argument saying, I'm entitled to say something horrific and horrible and you're entitled to tell me I'm a dickhead and shut the fuck up. Mm. You know, it's it's the exact same thing. It's, so these platforms, a Facebook or a Google or a Twitter, whatever, uh, where these horrific things, racist-motivated, hateful-motivated, whatever it happens to be, Hmm. Um, I'm not going to bring up specifics, but that turn around saying, "Oh, you, you're trying to censor me or whatever," and it's like, "Well, no, I'm not trying to censor you. Your just your your topic of discussion does not have a place here." Hmm. Uh, there was a um, right wing. I want to say they were they were right wing, and they they they've been accused of racist alleged racism. I don't know hmm. the full story, so I'm not going to accuse them or anything. They've been alleged uh, racist uh, people that were. Uh, banned from speaking in New Zealand recently. Um, they arrived in the country to do speeches and all this sort of stuff, and there was um, it was pointed out to the promoters and the venue owners and things like that that this is what they actually do and this is what they talk about. And the mm. venue owners said, "Well, no, we actually don't want that here." So they're standing in the country doing nothing and not making any money essentially now, hmm. and it's come up as a thing. Sucks for them. Uh, but they're saying, "Oh, they're trying to censor right wing free speech, blah, blah blah," and all this sort of stuff. No. They're entitled to say, "We don't want you here." Hmm. It's it's the older, you know. It's it's like no sh- no shirt, no no shoes, no service sort of mentality. <laughs> you know, I mean, I hate to compare the two, but it's the same thing. Is it's as a manager of a hmm. premises or whatever, you're entitled to say, "No, we we don't want to promote that yep. thing. We don't want yeah, to host fair. that thing." Yep. Um, I like heavy metal music and a club wants to, a band wants to play at a certain club. The club has every right to say, we don't like your type of music. We don't really want mm. you playing at our club. Mm. We, we, we like to cater our club to a different type of clientele to what you, you, you sell to. Sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah. Everyone's entitled just, to these sort of things, and I think mm, it's the same with this. Is it's yeah, it's the a censorship. Slippery, I mean, I, I'm not familiar with yeah, I'm not familiar with the. Um, there, there's laws against the story. It as well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they, if it's hate speech and that kind of thing, mm. then yeah, absolutely. Like, but like, it's it's a slippery sl- like the music style on that is a little bit. Oh, like, no, I'm, I'm just trying like, to use examples. Yeah, and, no, no. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's, it's a slippery slope, in though, if it's politically like if it's like a political thing. Yeah. So even if it's like a right wing person coming in or a left or a left wing person yeah. coming in or an LGB, LGBT, L- there's a lot of letters always, there. Careful. Sorry. The um, <laughs> gay, lesbian, you know, transgender kind of thing. Someone wants to come and talk at mm-hmm. a thing and, and they get turned away because of that or because of their political beliefs. That, that kind of stuff for me is a bit, it's a gray area and it becomes a slippery slope. If you start, yeah. if you start censoring people based on their political um, religious, you know, any of yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, I'm not big on that because it's, yeah, it's I, a slippery I, slope. I, yeah, that, information control and that kind of thing, I just I talking, don't, I don't like Talking it. about that stuff, I think, is fine. Censoring it is wrong. But when you start talking about hate speech yeah, and things hate like spe- that... Yeah, hate speech is a... Yeah. Nah, get rid of it. Ha- get rid of hate it. speech is a non-negotiable, but if it's just a political-leaning thing... Mm. It's like the, the story about the, the bakery who refused to make a cake for a gay couple. Yeah, that was an and interesting been, one. Yeah, it's been going on for like four years. Um, yeah. You know, it's that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'm not... Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, well, yeah, it's, I, I actually don't understand why the couple was pursuing the legal action for it. It's like, well, if they're homophobes, we really don't want a cake from them anyway, would you? I think it was more of like... A, the I don't discrimination think it was about the cake. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think it was about the cake in the end. I know, I know. I, know, <laughs> I don't think they were yeah, trying to get him to make the cake. I think I, I just look at it as well. Yeah, yeah, really? yeah. You're going to go to that much effort over a couple of homophobes? All right, fair enough. Yeah. Um... Um, but people are passionate about what they believe in. That's true. That's very true. They're a lot more passionate than me, and they've got more energy to do stuff than what I would, so good on them. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of It Is What It Is. This has been a product of 8-Bit, and you can find all of our content over at 8-Bit.net, and you can follow us on Twitter. Benny is at the Spawny13. I am at Cruzy underscore mate. And 8-Bit is at We Are 8-Bit on all of the socials. And if you've enjoyed this show, remember to head on over to iTunes. Give us a, subscri- give us a subscribe. <laughs> Leave us a review. <laughs> uh, it helps get the word out about us. It helps us be discoverable. Uh, Benny. Yep. You want to tell the people where they can find all your amazing content? Okay. Well, again, as part of the 8-Bit Collective, you can... Actually, if you want, you can talk to me at We Are 8-Bit because I actually run that Twitter as well. Uh, but also get a hold of me at the Spawny 13 like you mentioned. I am the host of 8-Bit Mania, the 8-Bits wrestling-themed podcast. Uh, you can find that at Twitter at 8-Bit Mania as well. Uh, so we're looking forward to talking about SummerSlams coming up soon. Also, Ooh. the co-host... Did Matt Hardy of- retire? Is that something that happened? Did I say that? Sorry? Did Matt Hardy retire? Is that something that I saw? Uh, no, no. Hardy's not retired. Uh, he had a shoulder injury just recently, so he's doing light work at the moment until SummerSlam and has a championship match at SummerSlam. Matt or... Je- Matt? That's Jeff. Matt's, uh, Matt. in, Matt's in a tag team at the moment. With, yeah. Uh, I saw he's got a bad back or something. He's been posting... Anyway. This was, yeah. We can talk about that. Anyway, <laughs> we talk that off. Um, but yeah, the uh, yeah, I also co-host uh, the Flashpoint podcast. We had a new episode out come up uh, last week, which is a older man's look at video gaming. Um, if you want to have a different take and opinion with video games, uh, check that one out. Um, and I think that's pretty much it, mate. Excellent. Well, thank you, Benny. Thank you for joining me. And uh, oh, like I said, ladies much. and gentlemen. Welcome. Boys and girls, don't get used to having me back because uh, in a couple of weeks, (laughs) 
I will be gone for a couple of weeks again off to Hawaii. Woo! So looking forward to that. But you do have me for the next couple of weeks. So if you've got any questions for myself or my guests next week, remember you can always email them to us at it is what it is at 8bit.net. Mm-hmm. Benny. Yep. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on this evening. Thank you very much for having me. Pleasure. It was all mine. Until next time, friends. It is what it is. Ely, hashtag bring back Benny.